where the me meets we. Original Street is an avenue made for collectives discovering a new life that illuminates their path. Relax, laugh, gather, and relate to what it's like to try and be you. If you are new or old, I appreciate you guys for being committed listeners and hearing us out. Today, we got a designer known as Alex or Creative. He'll be sharing the challenges he has faced, his year of growth, and his progression forward. This is the first episode on his platform, so make sure y'all give a shout out to bro. Yes, sir, ski. <laughs> Finally got another guest on the show. It's definitely been a minute. He decided to take the invitation to the club. Uh, if you guys have been following me, you know, um, I actually interviewed him before, but it was in a different way. It was a, it was like a little video, video graphy type film. Unfortunately, that, you know, kind of got copy striked a little bit, but uh, we, we're back now. We're back now, a year later. So I just wanted to introduce my, my homie, Alec. He's been working on his clothing brand and all that good stuff he'll tell you about for real. So, you know, what's happening? What's good with you, man? It's been a minute. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, this quarantine been kind of crazy, you know, but I'm using it to the best of my ability pretty much, but. Yeah, that's about the extent of it, you know? No, working. yeah. Facts. Always always gotta be working. But uh yeah, with quarantine happening, how how is that like how has that affected you though, for real? Like has that taken a toll on you like mentally when it comes to your your creativity and just being able to go outside and just absorb different things, like from nature, you know, all that good stuff, like does that take a toll? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, more than a toll, it's actually, like, it's honestly helped me a lot just because it kind of gave me an excuse to rewind, kind of step back, and, like, assess everything. Not necessarily that I was doing anything wrong, just more so what, what I can do to do everything that I, I want to successfully or in a better manner. Um, it definitely taken a toll mentally. Not from a creative side, but more of like, you know, am I getting it? Am I doing enough? Am I doing like this? Am I like, am I doing this correctly or this this correctly? Certain things, you know, definitely getting outside. Being outside is a huge form or source of creativity for me. Just being, you know, walking the earth, <laughs> being in nature, whatever it may be. But um, yeah, it's been tough, definitely, not to be outside. Otherwise, man, honestly, it's been really helpful. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good to hear. Like, for real. Yeah, yeah. What, what have you been, like, digressing it? Because I feel like as young creators, like, as young people, like, trying to, trying to move forward and always make progression, I feel like the first thing we have to do is, like you said, take a step back and just, like, look at what we're actually trying to do. So what are some of the things that you, you felt like you've been overcoming recently? example but 
just putting too much out at once or like making sure I'm putting enough out at once rather than like stepping back and just learning. Mm-hmm. Like making mistakes, making like pieces that I'd throw in the trash and be like, well, you know, it wasn't necessarily great, but I can look at the next one that I make and realize every single point in the last product that went wrong and the next piece that I'm making is going to be at least 10 times better than the last one. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy that you say that because like, as long as, as I feel like 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 you just said, if we keep pushing ourselves to the next level and just trying to basically make it to the next tier because a lot of people like to say life is a game to an extent. Like everything yeah, yeah. yeah, to an extent. I'm not saying life is like, yo, like go out there, do some crazy stuff and you'll level up, you know what I'm saying? No. Like like we've been actually talking about this like even before this how like there's there's levels to stuff and i like how you brought up um just self-educating because a lot of things that people don't know about we kind of have to teach ourselves especially trying to create a brand or just trying to reach 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 new heights with people so self-educating is definitely a very big part and yeah. what you're trying to do. What is what are some of the things that you've learned like as it when it comes to your craft? Like when it comes to like marketing, when it comes to like stitching, uh when it comes to just like sharing it with people, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely was yeah, let me start here, like breaking down pieces to literally the bare minimum. So, like, taking some of my favorite t-shirts that fit me well, or, like, my favorite pants that fit me perfectly, like, I'll break them down and sacrifice my favorite pair that I won't get to wear anymore, because I'm going to take them completely apart and just look at how it's all constructed from oh. the base up. So, like, literally down to the complete basics. And that just, it, it, I mean, obviously it's going to help you understand it, but for me it's also helping me understand where I can change certain things. Like, you said a while ago, like, we're not trying to um, redesign the wheel. We're trying to reconstruct it. Yeah. That, dude, that stuck with me so much. Like, it's, it's, that's 100% true. Like, I'm really not trying to redo anything from a drastic standpoint. I'm trying to be original, but I'm more so really just trying to reconstruct what I already know is there, what I, what I already know is loved, you know? Yeah. And, like, I found that, that part of it going hand-in-hand with that social media was so toxic for that to start for at least creating a brand or whatever it may be because I was really searching for what like I was making or what I was doing that was was uh, getting the right feedback or if I was selling it or if I was getting people who were like interested in it right but that didn't even matter like once I got off and kind of away from that I was like I was making things that I would look at and be like, well, damn, dude, that should be in the store right now. Like, right. I should have, like, this should be part, like, and eventually, you know, that came to, like, completing the full collection, finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. That's, yeah, that's yeah. a huge deal, for real. As you may relate, social media can be very draining, not just to creators, but anyone trying to get a real sense to a peace of mind. I want you guys to think of the last time you may have really disconnected from social media. Think of the feelings it brought you. Whether good or bad, I think we can all say there was almost a sense of relief because we didn't feel the pressure of engaging into anything we didn't like. 
As you can hear, Alec was able to create a whole line of clothes while putting the phone down. That's progressive. Alright, so we finna let this beat ride for a second. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. Um man. Yeah, exactly. What would, what? Yeah. I mean, you gotta keep, you gotta keep it like kind of low key right now because you're still learning and progressing. So, but what, what was your, what was your, um, initial reaction like when you first started this? Because a lot of people, I feel like are kind of scared to take a risk and like no shade to them or anything like that because life presents, you know, society pre presents life in a really scary way where it kind of makes people feel trapped, really don't want to experiment too much, kind of want to play it safe. So when you decided to finally say like, you know what, like, I'm just going to follow through with what my gut is telling me to do. Like, you know what, I'm not going to chase who I or what I want to do. I'm going to chase who I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So so like, how did you how did you feel like what was the reaction when you told your parents like when you came out to your friends like just anything like anyone you know what I'm saying because yeah it's yeah. a big it's a big um, deal I mean like I, so I went to University of Iowa for my freshman sophomore year of college and like that that moment of like realizing that's not where I wanted to go anymore or like that they didn't have what I wanted to pursue necessarily. I was pursuing a degree in psychology, which isn't, it's a great field. Like, it's a great thing to study, but I really lost the drive for, like, what I was really passionate about or what drew me to it originally. And I realized that, like, I always had an artistic side or an artistic background, but I didn't really know where to pursue that, I guess, you know? I had a lot of creativity, a lot of creative vision, but I wasn't quite sure how to use that. Right. successfully and uh, I kind of got a sense of once I started tailoring pieces to fit me better like I got a pair of pants from the thrift were like a little too long I would hem them down to like fit me correctly you know as simple as that Yeah. just like gave me a drive to be like yeah you know I can make a full piece like from scratch that I could be proud of let alone like have other people rock let alone get money for like, right <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I uh, applied to FIDM in California, Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising, and that's kind of when I realized, like, okay, yeah, this is what I really want to do. Mm -hmm. When I realized I could go into a degree in fashion design, that, like, straight-up fashion design. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Like, oh, yeah, I want creative freedom. I want as much creative freedom as I can get. So mm -hmm. that, that was, uh, it was cool. It's, it's giving me a, a, a much different perspective on what's important to me and what my morals are, what my priorities are. And like, man, I'm down here in my studio all day, working all day, just learning and continuously making mistakes and learning from that, so. Yeah, literally, I like the phrase, yeah, like failure way to, uh, to success, because that's literally like what you have to do. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's like, for the people who are listening too, like that's literally like what you have to do, like, it's gonna, you're gonna feel insecure at first, like, for quite some time, but once you get over that, it's just like, you know what, like, it's off to the races, for real. Yeah, I got, like, I started out my, at 
least recently, like trying to design things or pieces straight from scratch, just like cutting my own patterns, cutting my own sizing and fitting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It took me like six, six, seven tries of shorts to get like the perfect ones. Yeah. And then those didn't even fit. Dang. So I had to throw all those out and like I could reuse them, right? I could use the materials and stuff, but that whole piece that I created is trash now. Right. Like, you know? And that's a failure in itself and that's like six or seven of them in a row. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> How do you, yeah, that's crazy because it's forcing you to stay present, but it's also keeping you ambitious to just like yeah. go to like, you know, balls to the walls, like for real. Always. How do you, how do you, what are, what are some things that you look to actually for creativity? Like I know you said, for like, creativity? yeah. Said, or I guess like inspiration. Creativity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I can just because like I said before it's became more toxic than it has helpful recently mm-hmm. uh, just because I get so I get so caught up in like you know what exactly what people say you shouldn't get caught up in yeah. on Instagram you know what I mean like, <laughs> but uh, otherwise man like there's there's so many different people collabing with these huge brands that like Jerry Lorenzo, Fear God, he's got a whole different, like, he's done the whole reconstructing the wheel rather than redesigning it. He's uh-huh. really made, like, his own wave of comfort clothing that's, like, affordable, you know, mm-hmm. through the essentials, through Paxa. Oh, wow. And you got, obviously, Virgil. I mean, he's always going to be, like, a top dog now, considering where he's at. But Yeah. And there's a lot of low-key artists that people don't necessarily know about or... By Cody Phillips, that's an Instagram artist who, who designs his own clothes from scratch. He's amazing, yo. Like, mm-hmm. he should have his full brand out there now, but he's got like 20k followers or something. Like, he needs more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like those those sort of things, I draw inspiration from everything though. Like, not only uh, clothing, I draw inspiration from skateboarding, from basketball, from literally everyday life things. Just stuff that I wouldn't really expect to be rocking. Mm-hmm. on a day-to-day and then incorporate it into some pants or into some shorts or into a t-shirt you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's crazy I, yeah i definitely felt that. that that was actually like really sensational like i can't lie because those those words were hitting like people i feel like people can definitely tell like when people are passionate about what they're doing but at some point when did you start to become obsessive because there's a huge difference between passionate and just being full throttle obsessive, like obsessive about what you're doing. Like for me personally, like as a podcaster, um, I'm trying to make myself to be, you know, I'm passionate. Like I feel like I can go somewhere, but I got to be like more obsessive with it. You know what I'm saying? Got to be, got to reach every avenue of like ears, eyes, everything. Like, you're going to see it, you're going to hear it, especially when you're first starting out, too. Even though we're not first starting out, like, for the people who are listening, yeah, it's been, (laughs) literally, it's been like a freaking year. And um, 
for the people who are just like coming back, you know, watching this, you know, thank you guys for just like keeping up and just staying in touch for real because as you can see, progression is being made. Like, if you look at the first video to now, like, it really wasn't that bad, but you can tell that there's 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 something happening. Like, yeah, exactly. So, um, it's just crazy for real. But I wanted to get to where where um you finally started to you know you're making more of an identity shift. Like, do you feel like you're getting yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah, and you're making like that shift from, you know, just being you to being like a freaking designer. So, right. do people come up to you now and just be like, "Yo, like Alec, you're making like some dope ass clothes, like for real." Like, I mean, dude, there's like two levels that that I reached of obsession. One was physical, mm -hmm. and the second one was mental. No, I don't have, dude. There's, I'm nowhere near that. You know, like I don't got people telling. Me. I got my homies telling me that. Mm -hmm. And Loki, actually, I have some, like, acquaintances or people connect, like, I'm friends through friends, friends of friends sort of things, who are like, yo, damn, like, you're really nice with it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, the first time that I, honestly, the first time I made a piece that I was like, this could sell on a shelf, physically, was, I, was when I was like, okay, I, I want to make more. Like, there's, like, no point of the day that I would rather be doing anything but making clothing. <laughs> exactly. And that sounds, like, super either cliche or dumb, but, like, it's true. And, actually, look, yeah, I got here. This is, like, you know, the first, this was that piece. Oh, wow, yeah. So I'm, like, Those are cool. Yo, kitties are real. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Right. And, like, I'm still doing exactly what I've done which is, you know, taking pieces I found at the thrift or I found, like, secondhand and then breaking them down completely. Like, those shorts are made out of a zip-up windbreaker that I got from home. Bro, I couldn't even tell. Right. And, like, that sort of thing is, like, what's fun to me is finding create creativity, reconstructing the wheel, you know, like, mm -hmm. literally breaking down the whole piece and making something completely different out of it. But uh, mentally, dude, when I, like... I got obsessed when I when I finally sold something. Oh. It was like people people are actually interested and will actually like pay money for me to do something like this. And that's like, okay, that's kind of surreal, you know. Yeah, it is. That's when I was like, I like when I come downstairs or I come down to the studio and I'm like working. It's like nine ten o'clock in the morning, and mm -hmm. I look up and it's like four or five in the evening. I'm like, okay, yo, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This I've been down here this long. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's that's crazy. I couldn't even yeah, like those shorts were definitely cold. The people who are listening definitely need to check that out on the channel. But uh Yeah. For real. That was like some that was definitely revolutionary. So do you focus on so your focus is more on just recycling old clothing and just elevating it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Why do you think, how, why is that important to you? I just, um, the amount of, like, negativity that I, that I found through multiple, multiple resources and articles of just 
cotton waste and water waste for production of clothing and especially production of high-end clothing you know like someday i'd love to be able to make high-end clothing from recycled goods yeah and that and i feel like for me at least i'm feeling like i'm doing my part to reduce my environmental footprint mm-hmm. and and that kind of goes hand in hand with like nowadays vintage wear and like thrifted where just things that have gotten good use out of them mm-hmm. are becoming popular like what no matter what brand it is or no matter what tag it's got like it's got some character to it people like it <laughs> yeah know? so like being able to take that and then put a new school feel on it or a new school i guess you know a new style to it yes yeah. satisfactory for sure satisfying <laughs> yeah speaking of streetwear though um well, before we get to street where we were talking about Virgil Abloh, and did you see his Pop Smoke album cover art? What was your first initial reaction, especially from coming from Virgil Abloh? Like, I'm gonna be honest. I was scrolling through like Instagram, and I scrolled and I saw the picture. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like he did a tribute, mm-hmm. and I kept scrolling. And then I see it popping up on like High Sobriety and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, yo, like what? Yeah, exactly. You're just like. Yo, what the heck? I, I thought it was just a little design you whipped up. Yeah, it had I, to be. Like, as a tribute for him, I didn't know it was about to be like, or it was supposed to be, you know, his mm-hmm. album art. And that, I don't know, dude, that seems like something I would have done last minute. Right. project do at like midnight. I did it like 11. Just <laughs> 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 being completely honest. No, yeah, but no shade for Virgil, because I mean, you know, he knows what he's doing, but I feel like for Virgil, you know, I feel like big name people forget they actually like have names for themselves. I think that's what happens because they don't yeah. fo- they don't really focus on what um what people are actually talking about. They just do what they want to do. Yeah, it's crazy because I did see like a lot of people were hating on saying stick to clothes or stick to designing. Like yeah. graphic design isn't really your suit. But he, he graduated with a degree in graphic design or maybe architecture or something, like, completely along the lines of Adobe stuff. So it kind of confused me that, like, I don't know, I expected a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's crazy how, like, when people make it, though, or, like, you know, like, make it, you know, start to build a name for themselves, um, how people actually, like, force them to conform to what they built themselves off? Like, how hard is it? Do you notice how, like, people backlash people for trying to expand? Like, I think that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. And honestly, that's, like, that's rang true for me, too. I've really tried to expand my artistic and creativity. Considering I'm, I feel like, at least I can be confident in saying I'm pretty versatile when it comes to art in general. You know, I, come, I go, from, like, I started painting. That's what really drew me into being an artist mm-hmm. and then kind of flipped to photography and dabbled in graphic design and moved to clothing and like textile design so I have a, a foot in everywhere I kind of feel like and that will only help me in the future but obviously it can come to hurt me too <laughs> yeah right because you just you just don't know so right for real yeah it's but crazy I, mean, I feel like there's really no place that it would hurt me essentially that if I, if I can use it in some sort of way, no matter what, I feel like I'll be 
I'll be straight. I'll be able to. <laughs> yeah. But going back to streetwear, though, do you like how, like, streetwear is, like, starting to come back into full tuition a little bit? Yeah. I've kind of... I felt like, like my style, personal style, has graduated from streetwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really on the streetwear grind in high school, anywhere from, like, you know, Supreme yeah. to, like, Baby. This man really was. That's 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 no cap because every Thursday he would be showing me his phone, and I'd be like, "Yo, oh, yeah." We were yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was out yeah. there, man. I was ready to go. Yeah, for real. And you know, there was heat. There was definitely some heat. And there'd be days I'd be like, he'd be like, "Fuck," he'd be like, "Damn, man!" Like I just didn't get it. Like, they sold out. Yeah, yeah like that, too. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I'll be like, yo, what? That's just crazy. But streetwear, man, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, personally, that's not ever something I want to get caught into. Mm-hmm. Like, I have mad respect for streetwear, and I have mad respect for where it came from, and I've drawn a lot of inspiration from it, considering streetwear itself is kind of an ode to original skateboard style, like skateboarder style, and... Uh, hip-hop style it's got a lot of inspiration drawn from both of those fields yeah. and it's like the only genre of clothing or at least design in general that's tied in hip-hop skateboarding and basketball like right. all in one just three things you really never would expect to kind of go hand in hand besides maybe hip-hop with both of those simultaneously but yeah i don't know man i just feel like down the road I want a little bit more uh, ex- exclusive. I don't. I, you know, I want my stuff to be more exclusive than like being able to pick it up at any store. You know. Yeah. Exactly. So. What you? That's what I feel like streetwear. Streetwear is. You know. Yeah, it's starting. It's starting to get to that point. You're right because you can kind of just walk into any store and be like, "Yo, like that." You know, that T-shirt. Right. I could throw a fit with that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Literally, that's that's literally the first thing that comes to mind. You're like, yep, I can cop that, and I can just put that with that. So is that really streetwear now, or is that just like an everyday fit? Right, that's, that's streetwear, yo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so true. But what did you think about the Ben & Jerry, the Ben & Jerry SB Dunks? Yeah, I went for them. Oh, you, you did? Um, of course, my entry wasn't selected. I don't think I've took, taken a W for those who know. On sneakers app since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. No, yeah. At that that time that I took the dub was when I had exclusive access, so I was lucky. Oh wow. I was really lucky, but um, I mean, I like what they're doing. It really like it really embodies ice cream and Ben and Jerry's in general. It just right. has that like if an ice cream truck was put into a shoe, that's it. You know. Like, Seriously. And I like the cartoon style and design of it, but you won't catch me wearing them. Oh, really? Wow. Not even for the flags, no. I just don't. I, personally, maybe this is too humbling, but I just don't think I'd be able to put an outfit together with them. Nor um, would I really feel like there's anywhere that I want to rock cow fur or cow hair or whatever <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that can definitely be like a trophy shoot. That's definitely a trophy shoot. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm putting those up on the wall. I don't think I'd touch from that. Yeah. 
that's a sex. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What about the Christian Dior's? Like everyone was going crazy about those. That was definitely one of the one of the more bigger Jordan releases. And just like collaborations, I feel like like as of like present day, not like as of you know all in history. But did you like those? You know, I'm I'm indifferent about those. Um, I really like them because mm. I like that it's it's just the classic Jordan ones like you like I like Jordan ones a lot yeah and it, it like I really can't think of another way Chris and Dior and Air Jordan would make a Jordan one you know like yeah. it's pretty much perfect um, but it really does feel like a custom sneaker designer made those like it's something I would have seen on my explore page really? of, like you know somebody cutting up a, a Christian Dior bag and putting it on some shoes. It really looks similar to that. So for me, I felt like they probably could have done a little something different or a little more original, but mm-hmm. otherwise, in that respect, I really like them, for sure. Yeah. I like how you just broke that down, too, because like you were saying earlier, there really are designers out there that just aren't getting the exposure that um, they necessarily need to just explode and expand how do you, yeah. I feel like, um, you know, with quarantine and everything, do you feel like more people are going to like start stepping out their way more to chase their dreams or kind of just stick to more of a safer route? Definitely. Like, I think they're definitely going to be stepping out of their comfort zone. I hope, actually. Right. Because I think like our generation is just insane, dude. Like, I'm really hyped on everything I've seen from people our age, if not close to our age. Like, just mm-hmm. there's so much progression being made outside of fashion even just more so inside of like life creativity for sure mm-hmm. uh, artistic talent and talent in general wherever it may be like dude i playing if i played high school basketball still there's no way I'd, I'd be putting up competition against kids in high school now they're insane like i'm seeing those sort of things that just kind of blows me away but i've gotten uh, a lot of uh drawn a lot of inspiration from people around my age and I feel like that's kind of an ode to our generation stepping out of their comfort zone I see a lot more people near our age going for what they really truly love you know and that part of that you can see those people on your podcast <laughs> yeah literally that's actually crazy that you say that because sometimes I for you know both you know both of us being like um, just workers to an extent of just trying to get better every day. I know for me sometimes I I forget to realize what I'm actually like producing and doing, and I forget to see like the actual light. And I'm not saying that's like a negative, a negative thing, but like you know how you just put out stuff and it's just like yo like I can do better, but this is like really good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just yeah. Considering like I I, I agree hundred percent because out like the second I finish a piece, I want to go right back and make another one because I'm like damn right like a, like it's cool. But then mm-hmm. I get feedback from people outside. Like I showed a couple of my pieces to one of my homies' friends, and he's sitting there looking at these. He's like, "Bro, you're about to go somewhere with this. Like these are sick. Mm-hmm. I'll buy these from you right now." And I, in the, in my head. They're all like throwaway pieces. They're all just like 
some draft ups, some things that I put together. That's why I showed them to him because I didn't want to show too much. You yeah, know? just to see. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm getting that feedback from some throwaways. I think I'm like, I think I'm okay. You know, right. at least in the moment, I can think that. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Facts. That's just crazy. But I, that's crazy with, that you just said that because you just you just shook you just blew my mind away. I didn't even I never looked at it that way, because um, with with what I'm trying to do, um, with well, at least with what I want to do, is you know, I wanna I want Clubhouse to be like it's still developing, but like you said, it's just people who are trying to chase chase what they want to do. You know, just be alive and. Be willing to just to put in the work a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, yeah. go the extra mile for sure. Yeah, exactly. Because that's really what it's about. I mean... As you may have heard, I used to work at Clubhouse. Before Original Street came about, that was the name I was using for my podcast. I realized I was trying to live up to something I never had, so I decided to rebrand a little bit. conversation now it's one thing to say that you're gonna do it but it's another thing to be what you're saying you know what I'm saying yo that is so important and that's the sole reason why like I stopped keeping track or at least updating my socials mm-hmm. my social medias with what I was making and creating cause like it really go like it takes one step to say you're gonna do something mm-hmm. but it takes like 10 times more the effort to go out and actually do it and I was losing that and mm-hmm. now that I'm like my full focus is just on what I want to do and what I'm passionate about nobody else needs to know yeah. but it's only me getting the gratification out of what I'm making that's just so much more important to me and so much more uh, meaningful especially especially in the art world I feel like that's just that's huge if you can get I'm my biggest critique. I'm my worst critique. So if I can give myself satisfaction and gratitude that I'm doing what I'm doing correctly, mm-hmm. then I think I'm putting myself in a pretty good position. You know what I mean? Seriously, yeah. One hundred percent. I agree with that. Yeah. That's just fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> It's just, you just, people just have to surround themselves with, you know, other people who are just putting the work and just trying to get better. That's, that's, that's just the, that's just the way things go, because I've been doing a lot of reading and stuff, too. Like, we've been talking, like, before this, too, but for the listeners who try to keep up to date with my life and our lives, um, reading helps a lot because, you know, it just opens your mind. And one thing that um, I heard recently, this is like a really old quote. I don't know where I heard it from, but basically said, read an old book to get a new idea. And that's just crazy because how I was was telling Alec the other day was um, we tend to, we really do tend to overlook like a lot of the minor things 
And then when we do look at the minor things, it's like, yo, like life is really just really simple when you actually take yourself out of it for real. Yeah. I know that. Step back and look at it from a from the external perspective. Yeah, exactly. But I just want to say thank you for coming on to the show as the as the number one thing, and I just want to say RP uh, Pop Smoke because we did touch bases on the Virgil Abloh cover art, and he was definitely taken away too soon. I mean, it's just a crazy world we live in. We all know that, and we just gotta do better for real. But RP to Pop Smoke, but uh, yo, and RP Juice too. Seriously, seriously, man, Juice Juice is just. He, he, so special, man. That's, I won't even touch on that. I'm going to keep going too much. But. Yes, seriously, because he was, yeah, that's crazy. But, yeah, just thank you for coming on to the show and just sharing uh, what you like to do and what you're chasing to be because it's, it's important for young people to see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, inspiration for sure. Yeah. I appreciate it a lot, man. It's a lot of fun. We got to chop it up against him. Yeah, seriously. But uh, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe to the channel and uh, hit that like button. Seriously. So. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. I look so creative. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Check them out. Check them out. But, uh, deuces. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah. Alright, so that'll wrap up the first episode on Original Street. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for just staying committed and just listening all the way through. Throughout this episode, you could definitely tell there's ups and downs within both of our passive growth. Uh, but stay tuned. There's going to be more that's going to be dropping soon. So thank you again. Deuces.